young students are always so curious. None more so than Ashrin, Besky, and Sepia. Ah, oh, that Zevo could not lose them. Nor think quick enough to get them from my study below the castle. My weirding scroll destroyed, the book and the recipe gone. Tiflin will be much more careful in the future, I'm sure. But these students, along with that dwarven bard and the Asimov, they seem to stick their noses where they don't belong. I hope they are prepared for what they could discover at the Forge Academy. So you are all awakened by a sunrise peeking over the horizon, the light piercing through the trees and the forest that surround this, this Fay Forge Academy that you found yourselves in and, and shining into your rooms. Um, the sky is shades of green and pink as the sun, sun kind of rises. It seems to be a clear day as you look out of your respective windows. It's peaceful in spite of the various events that you all have experienced in your first three-ish days here on the, at the Academy. You've each experienced new things, some exciting, some very dangerous. As you have this quiet morning, is there anything you want to do to start your day? Any morning rituals? You do have, um, later in this day, your first entry into the Academy Assembly is later today. Ashrin will kind of like roll out of bed, probably after hearing when everybody else is up. You know, there's she probably has like a shirt on the floor that's like all wrinkled and kind of probably a little gross that she puts on. You know, you know, like teenager kind of stuff and doesn't brush her hair, probably just walks out as everybody's waking up groggy. Besky's going to wake up a little bit earlier than, you know, what he think other people would wake up at and sharpen his knives, like, you know, different chef knives, butcher knife, all those type of ones. Uh, and then he's going to put them all in, like, I would assume that he would have his own little, like, leather kind of like that leather fold out that you can kind of stick knives in and then bundle them back up and then just put it like a little satchel that you would have to kind of carry those around so this common room that all of our rooms are attached to does it have a bathroom sure how many bathrooms does it have uh it has are we all sharing one bathroom yeah. Just the layout of the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> so i imagine at some point there's like that moment where like one of us like you know uh, cause like comes out to like you know do his morning ritual and maybe like Sepia or or Besky like kind of beats him to the bathroom so he's just kind of like stuck waiting for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Thought about this and uh, you know we established earlier that uh, Cause is a big fan of Brickle Root tea so he's absolutely mm-hmm. going to be brewing some Brickle Root tea in the common room 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna get up a little bit earlier than maybe he's gonna see the sun come up because he like he can't sleep very well. He's, he's all in passion and he's been, been up all, all night writing. Uh, those of you that wake up will we'll hear him kind of like. <laughs> Oh, no, that's hold on, wait, almost got it. And he's like, he's he's already like very like well into this ballad about this this ghostly professor and the, his journey beyond the stars and, and what what's Ariadne's role in all of this. So he's he's already up the morning focused on this. Ariadne is a very early riser. She she gets up at the crack of dawn, if not before it. And her routine is pretty standard. Same thing every single day. She brings out her prayer rug. She makes her blessings to the goddess that she worships. And then her room is like pristine soldier regulations, spotless. Bed is completely made. Shoes are cleaned. Not a hair out of place. Like this girl's got it. This, is, this girl's got it made. All right. She, she knows what's what. Passes the glove test. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but that's just her normal routine. And so by the time everybody is like out in the common room, she's just like completely dressed, ready to go. Just kind of quietly reading a book. <laughs> sepia, Sepia has been trying to sleep in her new nice cot and eventually gave up in the middle of the night and dragged it over like next to the pond. And in the night has like slowly rolled over like off of the bed into the moss. Uh, she hears everyone else like making a lot of noise as they were getting ready and stumbles out of the room with like moss sticking out of her hair. One of her sleeves is soaking wet and she like quickly throws her school jacket on over her clothes at the last minute as everyone's starting to leave and just like comes up behind the group and just quietly starts following. Oh, good question. Do we have school uniforms? Uh, you don't. Okay. She I, takes I guess her normal jacket. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that back actually. Do you want school uniforms? Of course. Oh my god. I would like, yes. Okay, then yeah, y- y'all have school uniforms. Hey, what, Sepia, what do they look like? What What are the colors <laughs> of the school? Um, they're very, lots of different fey colors, so like blues and pinks and greens and yeah. the, the, the seal is like more like emblazoned in like in stone and wood and stuff like that, so you haven't seen anything that necessarily would indicate a color. Okay, so I'll assume it's like a like a dark green jacket with one of those collars that's kind of like rounded mm-hmm. uh, as it like comes down. Um, and hers was intentionally gotten to be dark green so it wouldn't show the stains as much because her parents knew she was not going to be able to not get it dirty. <laughs> and assumedly there's also like pants or skorts or something we're supposed to be wearing but she just has the jacket and whatever her pants were beforehand it's like this is good enough this is fine no one's gonna notice i love it um so you all you all kind of do your your morning morning rituals you head out to your common room where it's first time since kind of this really traumatic thing particularly for sepia and ashrin and besky where you're around one another again um I'm going to let you have an opportunity to say anything if you want, or you can just awkwardly ignore it. Um, <laughs> but uh, CP is going to awkwardly ignore it, but maybe aw- she's just being awkward. It's hard to tell if she's like actively ignoring it or just being <laughs> herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bessie is just going to be like, good morning, Ashrin. How, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you feeling? Uh, a little sore in my chest, but feeling great this morning. Uh, Ashrin's just gonna do that slow nod. Uh, that's great. I'm glad you're feeling better. I am. 
I'm so excited for today. This is going to be great. Wow, me too. Cool. <laughs> Awkward watch. What happened last night? <laughs> you getting a bit late, but uh, <laughs> what's, what's wrong with your chest, Besky? Um, it just, you know, I guess you could say it was a little bit charbroiled, but, you know, it's fine. I'm okay, and I'm here. We're all did, here. Did something, something happen? Did something dangerous happen last night? Uh, yeah, but we're back. That's what's important, and we're just... I mean, I'm so excited for this day. I mean, aren't you? Well, yeah, we're excited about today. We're going to our first day at school. We're to meet all of our professors and go to classes. And then you seem really reluctant to talk about what happened last night. So I'm just going to Everything's go fine now. While they're talking, I'm going to shove my hands into like my pant pockets and like slowly, like slow down my pace of walking. So I'm like next to Sepia instead of next to Cause and Besky. Uh, Sepia just kind of like quietly looks over at you and then looks back down to the ground and is like, Yep. Yeah, not- this is fine. Hey, Cos, how about you just play us a sweet little tune while we just like lock our way into the <laughs> awkwardly yeah. shuffle the clock? <laughs> well, I do have a song I've been working on. Yes, it's uh, it's actually, you know, I thought after all of our adventures, uh, Ariadne, that, that professor, uh, really interesting chap, but I mean, his story, uh, the more I think about it, the more I thought his story is not as interesting as your story is. You're from oh. Beyond the Stars. Uh, she just turns beet red. She's she's very dark skinned, but like clearly visibly very blushing. And uh, 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 I mean, thanks, I guess. I mean, if you think about this professor, he'd be locked in some kind of eternal struggle looking to align star charts. It wasn't for you. You you saved him from an eternity of, of suffering and shuffling up through lost books. Well, I, You're the hero of this story, not him. I, I think I think we all helped him. No, no, it's it's you. I've decided. I'm, I'm writing a song uh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's very sweet of you. I said, Ariana is going to save you. <laughs> and after all, oh my god, she's your star. <laughs> That's as far as I've gotten so far, because um, you're you know, so talented. Oh, thank you, thank you. I mean, it's, it's an inspiring story. And but why did, how did you find out all about all that those star charts and? You said well, you, that's where I'm. That's I. That's that's where I'm from. And in in, you said you opened up a book and then you got here. Well, yeah, you know, magic's kind of complicated, and sometimes I get a little in over my head. But well, I'm here now, was so. It, was it cursed? This book? I don't. I don't think so. It didn't. You know, it usually cursed books look a little kind of dark and spooky. Uh, and it didn't really look like that. It just. It just looked like a normal book. Well, as we're walking to class, Kaz is definitely going to start, like, asking Ariadne more questions about, like, her story and her backstory. And you can tell he's not really grasping all of it, but he's, he's clearly <laughs> he's minding you for his lyrics. Best. He's clearly minding you for lyrics. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm also going to quickly just, like, at some pause of the conversation, I'm going to pull on Kaz's, like, clothes just, like, to get his attention. Okay. While we're all, like, quietly, kind of awkwardly walking together. I mean, hey. you're all quietly awkward to walk together. I'm just yes. loud and obnoxious. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> because Oblivious. classic. You're older, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I've been around for a bit. 
I'm going to try and say this as quietly as I can because it's Besky. Are, are girls always this weird or is it just, <laughs> is it me? I don't know. I don't know. I was going to put his arm like very like brokenly around Besky's shoulder and say, Besky, you're pretty weird too. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. fair. <laughs> and that's all he's going to ask. <laughs> um, so as you're kind of playing these lyrics and, and singing, trying to write this song through the hall, halls of, of the Fae Forge Academy, you, you're, you're kind of talking with, with Ariadne and you feel a sharp bump in your shoulder as, oh. as a human, a human kind of walks into you aggressively <laughs> and, and looks at Ariadne and says, you don't want this fellow writing songs about you. He couldn't write a song if it if it hit him in the face. <laughs> Good to see you, Cause. As Thomas McFan gives you a wink, Ariadne, and scoffs at you, Cause, as he continues to walk away. Just that's all. It, that's all he says. Who the hell was that? Don't mind what he said. <laughs> hey, you. Who are you? No, no, don't, don't, don't mind what he said. I'm, I'm sure he, he didn't mean it. Oh no, I'm taking this personally. <laughs> I'm. Who am I? He says I'm. I'm Thomas McFan. I'm going to be the greatest bard that's ever walked to the face of this earth. Kaz is just too angry to say anything right now. Like you see him getting red in the face. There's cartoonish steam coming out of his ears. <laughs> He's just sputtering. As you don't respond, he says, why don't you go, go write some jingles or something? Seems like where you'll fit best. <laughs> I need someone to hold me back. <laughs> Aren't very nice. No, uh, no, nobody does, do they? Sepia <laughs> is like, I'll, I'll help my friend and she tries to like put like an arm on your shoulder but it's just like very limp and noodly and she's like, eh? <laughs> that's enough <laughs> you're lucky she's holding me back <laughs> as she's walking away can I druid craft like a small little plant come out of the ground and like trip him <laughs> yeah roll an arcana check arcana uh 15 yeah so as as he walks as as he turns and causes kind of fuming and he just kind of smirks and walks away little vine just not not too big pops up out of the ground and and he trips up he doesn't fall flat on his face but he does the like he tries to make it look like he did it on purpose but everyone around notices that he tripped sort of a thing he wants jingles i'll give him jingles and he goes and you hear he's got a he's got a very elegant lovely voice that he goes and starts singing just kind of echoing through the hallways um just a, a traditional battle that all of you would have would have heard in, in your time, just basically being alive. Um, and it sounds lovely. And it fades off as he walks away, very confident in his abilities. And good thing Sepia held you back, cause you would have. <laughs> he was lucky. Yeah. Just, I can't be held responsible for what I do when I get so oh. angry. Well. Ariadne, I'm going to finish this song about you before I write a series of completely insufferable ballads about that idiot. <laughs> jingles. I'll give him jingles. I think that would be wise. Thomas McFan, Thomas McFan, mutter, mutter, grumble, grumble. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you all make it into the Great Hall, into this large open room, kind of traditional old style lecture hall. Um, amphitheater style seating it's it's packed pretty pretty tightly with with students probably 200 or so students in this room at the bottom kind of where the professor would stand there's 
a bunch of chairs and some individuals sitting in those chairs. Some you recognize, some you don't. You see um, Trayvon and Dorvaleth, the kind of basically dean of admissions who gave you your first test to get into the school is there. You'll Vaxall, the dryad professor who a couple of you, of you have interacted with a little bit. Besky, you see Kava sitting sitting down. And then there's a few other. You see, you see a, there's a female elf, long, long black hair, pretty simple, simple but elegant clothing. Uh, there is a large bald Goliath with half his face is just a solid tattoo. Uh, the other half is his, his skin color. Um, but you hear his laugh almost echoing through through the chamber, just <laughs> talking to, to different students as they walk by. And there's a there's a short purple-haired gnome in one of these seats um, with three three Dutch braids going to the back, has all sorts of like very interesting jewelry um, on. And there is an orange tiefling sitting down there, sitting very simply, his hands folded in his lap. Um, and you all would notice a certain gaudy large ring, one of his pinky fingers. And as you all take your seats, um, an Aladrin steps up to the front. She has warm brown skin. It's got a slight green tint. Her hair is kind of auburn, also has almost like a little bit green of green in it though. And her eyes are like emerald, emerald green, almost shining. She stands up and she says, welcome first year students to the Fay Forge Academy. This is your first real day of school, at least in magic. This year will test you, this place, these grounds, Ilvalhallen. They draw magic and people here, but it's not a simple journey that you are on. You are awakening the magic of the world, magic that has been lost for eons. And you are here because something about it calls to you, some skill you have that only you can hear. And we, and she gestures to the professors that are sitting there, are here to help you unlock that. We're not here to tell you how to do everything. Your path is your own. Your craft is your own. But what we do, what you do, will shape the world, will shape the future, will unlock the past. Here, at the Fay Forge Academy, your potential is limitless, really only limited by what you can imagine and what you can hear in your soul. Magic is dangerous. Magic calls dangerous things to it. Magic calls powerful creatures to it. We've already had at least one incident of students encountering creatures in the forest trying to get here. We have wards, we have protections, but you're going to have to go out in the forest here and you're going to have to need to protect yourself. Uh, If you do not feel that you can protect yourself, you need to find someone who can help you. Us professors have some skills in that, but we are more artisans, so be wary, be careful. Without others, this place will be difficult and will break you and you will not last. And truthfully, she looks around at at, at this filled room I expect by the end of this year, most of you will be gone. Either the song will not be strong enough for you. You will not be able to face the dangers of this world, of this wild world. We are on the edge of the Feywilds and the material plane. There are creatures here that are beyond my control. But if you can band together and find some, find some friends, find some people who can take the load off, find people who you can explore and discover new things with, you will succeed because our our crafts alone are not good enough when our crafts come together, when we create things like the like the entrance exam you all had to take, when your group that you were placed with had to find pieces of magic and put them together 
that's when greatness really happens. Now, I'd like to introduce a couple of professors to you. First is Trayvon Endorvaleth, who you have all met. He is in charge of our admissions and testing, as well as ensuring who stays and who does not stay, if you cannot, if you cannot keep pace. We have Ilvaxal, a professor of wordsmith and song. Because there is magic in music, there's magic in words. Professor Kaba Nevering, he oversees all our metal works. So if you are doing anything in jewelry or armor smithing or any of that nature, you will spend some time with him. He points to the, the orange tiefling. This is Professor Paleo's Perseverance. He is our professor of alchemy. You will all go through his classroom at some point, uh, learning about the properties of, of different, different items, different things, and how they can benefit you as you look to expand your crafts. Points to the, the long, dark-haired elf, elf woman. Uh, this is Professor Vespin Willowsong. Our Uthri and woodworking professor points to the Goliath. And this is Professor Crick Antala. He's in charge of gems, glasswork, and masonry. Um, along with uh, Nick Spafflestone, the, the purple-haired gnome that I described earlier. Also works with, with glass, in particular glasswork and glass growing. And finally, points to a half halfling who shuffles in really quickly late. This is this is Marigold Goop. Good earth. She is in charge of our culinary arts. And and then she continues to go on talking about the school and, and important things, where to find your, your classes, um, when you're going to get your, your official schedule. Um, and in the midst of that, you all see a familiar, a familiar face, Rinny, kind of shuffle in fairly quickly, go over to Professor Perseverance, who has that, that large gaudy ring that you are all familiar with at this point, whisper something and shuffle out uh, you see you see him kind of look around at the class and then just stand up and walk out as this intro to the school comes to an end there's a few other important points that professor Baldirin, who is this this elf who's been speaking who is the master artisan of the school uh points out to you she says creating things at this school is not free uh if i could i would allow you all to Make whatever you want with whatever resources, but resources cost all of us something. So, you all have access to the foundry, which is a place where your crafts can be sold. Uh, we send them down down to, to local towns where we have shops, and we do allow certain individuals here to come come peruse and, and, and purchase. You make the money on items that you sell, and that will allow you to... You can either use that as credit to purchase new materials, or you can pocket it if that's, if that, that's what you want. There are... A few rumors that we need to get to the bottom of, and if you are part of, come forward, and that would be very helpful. But if not, and we find you, you will probably be expelled. There are some missing supplies from our woodworking department, which have gone missing in the last three days since students started arriving. I wouldn't call that a coincidence. There seems to be a disease in some of the gardens, so just be, be wary. Some of our plants are getting sick, the Professor Ilvaxal, I believe, is working with some of the other forest spirits and trying to, to solve that. Other than that, there is also, if you are short on money and your crafting is still at the beginning stages and not ready to be sold, uh, there are a few jobs that we have posted for you. Um, and most of those involve procuring components for spells or or crafting in, in the forest. So if you 
need that, you can again go to the foundry and you will find all these things. On your way out, you will be handed your class schedule and real classes begin tomorrow. I hope you enjoy your year at the Fay Forge Academy. And she just kind of walks off. There's kind of there's some weird murmurs in the in the in the crowd of just kind of like, wow, that was a little bit heavier than I expected my first day of school to be is just the kind of general rumors um, as people start standing up. I uh, I lean over to the three that were missing in action while mm-hmm. uh, me and Cause were minding our own business and say, uh, I I don't mean to accuse you of anything, but did you steal the woodworking supplies? <laughs> no. No. Why would we do that? I, why would we? How would we? What use were you them? doing? I made soup. It was really good soup. I know. I had some. It was very delicious. But after that, when you all left. Uh, we tried to help someone out with finding something that he misplaced. That was it. It wasn't woodworking supplies? No. It was a book. It was a book. Oh. Okay. Right, Ashrin? Yep. We did not steal any woodworking supplies. Inside check that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless a book is a woodworking supply. I don't think so. That spot that we found underground where it looked like somebody was bringing a whole bunch of supplies. Mm-hmm. Do I think that maybe the woodworking supplies are down there? Or, I mean... Roll an insight check. Because I don't know how to do causes inside check. <laughs> 12 plus mm, 2, so 14. And you're asking if you think that like the missing woodworking supplies are, are in there? Yeah. From your memory, you didn't notice anything like that. Though, if you, I feel like you could make the connection that a connection that if you were hiding things underneath the castle would not be a bad place to do it. Okay. Were you, were you, were you thinking out loud, out loud, Ashrin? No. Okay. Never mind. So I would, Besky would know perfectly if there was any, if he saw it, any woodworking stuff in there. But I don't think. Michael also doesn't think he saw that anyway. Uh, the the stuff you saw in there was primarily alchemy tools and, and books. Mm. That's what I thought, yeah. Did we visit the gardens yesterday? I know we visited, uh, it was Trevaxel, the, the druid professor, right? Yeah. We visited the gardens and the sproutlings and all. Did we see any traces of disease? Or was that not the gardens? Was that somewhere else? That was not, you went to see the sprouts, which are like kind of little, like, plant, sentient plant creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Though Ilvaxol, that professor, was what, who was mentioned as trying to figure out what is wrong with the sick plant. Gotcha. So same professor, but we, we've not seen any, we haven't seen the effects of this disease yet. Correct. Well, since Ilvaxol is the, uh, the songs professor, I definitely want to make sure that she's not, uh, you know, what Myself and her good graces. There's some disease spreading through the gardens. So are people like leaving the hall now and mm-hmm. getting the like packets with their schedules handed out to them? Yep. Sepia is very much like just trying to follow the herd uh, at like the back of the students and being like, oh, I think it's important that we get the packet. The packet seems, the packet seems like it'll give us the answers once we get the packet. And she just kind of like shuffles off in line. I think that I would get up and follow her just so that I wouldn't be questioned anymore. <laughs> I know that I know that CPA doesn't question me. 
<laughs> CPA is very accepting. It's true. Yeah, CPA is just here to have this experience. Yeah, whoever walks out first between Cause or Ariadne, uh, Besky would follow because he hasn't had any weird interactions with those two yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is too real. <laughs> This is really high school, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you walk out of this room, of this hall, kind of getting in line as you walk out. It's actually Rinny. Rinny is the one who's there kind of doing this. She seems to, to work pretty heavily with the administrative side of the school. Um, and so she's, someone walks by, name. They, they respond, gives it, gives it a paper, name. And then she sees you, she's, oh, nice to see you again. Uh, uh, let's see. Cause, cause, flips through. There's yours. It was Bes- Besky, right? Oh, yeah. You're one of the Neverings. That's yeah. Forget that. That's me. Thanks, ma'am. Need to stay on your good side. Um, <laughs> flips okay. through. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, sepia. You didn't. Yeah. Talk that mm-hmm. much. Um. I can. Do you want me to talk more? Or sure. No? Sure. Are you excited about your year? Yes. Great. Good. Great. Good job. <laughs> um, uh, just invest in talking, Asepia. And Ashrin, and finally Ariadne. There you go. If you need, if you have any questions for me, you you know where to find me. Um, if you need help finding your classes or anything along those lines, uh, I gotta keep this this line behind you. Hmm. Kind of shuffles shuffles you out. You have your your class schedules. You have one more day before your classes begin, and there's a few strange things going on around at the school. What would you like to do? So, cause, uh, mm. um, you know, earlier you asked if I had stolen the woodworking materials or we had stolen. <gasps> well, I mean, I didn't say that directly. It was more of like you're being very dodgy about last night, and now there's this rumor of stolen woodworking materials and. Well, you know, I mean, we're, 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 we share a common room. So they might be under the school. We found a book. You sealed them? No. We found a book. We followed the book. We ran into a creepy guy. We found a scroll. And then things happened. And then we came back and there was stuff under the school. Yeah. A scroll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that different than just a scroll, or is that is a scroll? Uh, we found a scroll that is now a past tense scroll. What happened? What happened to the scroll? Uh, uh, it uh, was destroyed. Well, that's a waste of magic and knowledge, but I guess it's too late now. <laughs> I don't remember seeing anything down there. I remember Theros. Theros was super cool. I have to get him soup. But, but um, yeah, I don't. I remember perfectly what was in that room. Uh, there is no woodworking stuff down there. But there were. It looked like there was some acquired alchemy things down there. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was down there. Probably bring it back since they're looking for it. I don't want them to think I stole it. Well. We can tell them that you didn't steal it, if that's the truth. I mean, I could tell my uncle, and then that way no one else gets in trouble, maybe. Your, your family seems to make a big deal around here, Besky. 
I mean, it's not the first time we've heard people refer to your family. Are you are you famous? Sorry if I don't. I'm not following. Uh, there's some. There's. I get. Well, there's people more famous than me, but I. <clears throat> I guess I am important. Not here, but someplace else. Way, way more important someplace else than here. But I'm here to not to be a part of that. I'm just here to learn like everyone else, like you, you oh, normal well, folks. Right. Yeah. Do we, did we have any gold, like starting out, this is kind of out of character. Did we have to like starting out gold or, gold or um, coin? Like just that you have? Yeah, to kind of figure out. You're starting gold and equipment. Okay, just so like if we needed to go do those jobs for money. Our allowances. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have you all have a little bit of money. Um, some of you have deeper connections and or pockets because of that, but friends. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I was kind of interested in rewind. I'm gonna rewind. I have some classes with you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's compare our class schedules here. Is anybody else taking seeds of magic? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're all taking seeds of magic. Yeah, first class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kaylin, Kaylin Shadowleaf. Have you mm-hmm. met, met Kaylin yet? I don't think so. Mm, I don't think so. That's a cool last name. Mm-hmm. That, is. that is a cool last name. I like it. I have a living materials class. Oh, with, with Perseverance. Yes, me too. Mm. Same. Uh, not me. I have a taste of magic. I'm so excited. Hmm. Fractal magic with Nick Spaffstone. I think that's a little short one that they pointed out. With blue hair? Purple. Purple hair. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Was Perseverance the one that was the that was the one with the ring? Oh yeah. The same ring that we saw that I don't think Besky do you Besky hmm? knows about the ring. My what? Oh, on the professor. Yeah, we we were the ghost ring. Yeah, and then the ring in the woods. I'm trying to. I don't think Sepia or Besky know about the ring. No, I was busy mm-hmm. with my uncle. Nope. So the, the first night we were here, we, uh, well, Ashwin, you were the one who, who saw the, the, the figure darting through the woods. Mm hmm. Yep, and he opened a gate with his, with the doorknob. And he had a ring on. It was that same ring. Mm hmm. Yeah. And it was also on that professor, the ghost, the ghost professor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's weird. Thanks. I'll keep that in mind. He was also the professor who stood up in the middle of the talk and walked mm. out rather briskly. Uh, big Snape vibes. I wonder if Rini knows anything about the ring. Well, Rini was the one who went and talked to Perseverance mm-hmm. before they left. And she might have some knowledge of just like school things. She seems very well connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, anybody else taking building melodies? No. Mm. Wood mm. song. I have wood song too. Yeah. Uh, I have reading the arcane, an intro to runology, which... Uh, Me too! Oh! Well, that makes the class much better. That would be nice. I hope we could do it together. Yeah, let's try and find a seat. Rendell Freywater. I don't remember him. Mine doesn't say if we need supplies. 
Me neither. I'll just bring everything. My building melodies class appears to have two teachers, a head teacher and not a regular teacher. Ooh, maybe you'll be singing duets. Maybe. <laughs> Your classes are three days a week, and then there's two days that are set aside for basically practical application of your of your classes yeah crafting homework research nice anything outside of normal classroom teaching can real school be like that because that'd be neat (laughs) so i will say as as you're kind of having this conversation if you want to talk to renny you see the kind of the line finish up and she's just kind of packing up a few few papers and and everything if if you want to talk to her renny yes yes ashrin um that ring that was on the professor's hand that you were talking to, do you know what that is? The, the his, on his pinky, the the big one. Yeah, I kind of want to get one. Um, I don't know if you can. Um, it's his ring. Are there others like that? Mm, not that I've seen. It's pretty unique. What's unique um, about it? Well, have you seen another ring that looks like it? Kind of. That would, kind of. You have. We were exploring the grounds uh, the other day, and we found the old observatory that I think you had mentioned. Yeah, that, that uh, tower that... The one that you definitely didn't go to, Wink. Um, no, no, we, well, we, we didn't know we weren't supposed to go to we, it, so yeah. we did go to it. We did go. Without knowing that it was, yeah. Uh, and we're very sorry. Right, because no one told us we shouldn't go there. Right. Um, but no, the, the ghost of the professor was there. Really? Yes, he's very nice. He was actually there. Very nice. Huh? Was. Well, he's gone now. He, his his soul went on, but he was wearing the ring. He, what do you mean he was wearing the ring? Well, it was a ghost ring, so he wasn't wearing it, but it was on his it was on his hand, and then he recognized the same ring, and maybe it's his father, and then they passed it down or something nefarious. Well, he was a dwarf though, and. Perseverance is definitely not a dwarf. Well, you can't judge people by their cover or race. Well, if, between dwarves and non-dwarves, I mean, I can, I, I certainly can pass judgment. I do frequently try not to. It's kind of a morbid, instinctual reaction. I'm trying to own it, though, you know, the modern dwarf. She kind of, she looks down at her stuff, kind of gathered, is is still gathering it up. Says that, um, I'm not. Why did Perseverance bolt off like that? But he had something he had to attend to. What? Well, I mean, he bolted off right after you whispered something to him. What's, what's going on? I'm just curious. I, I bought him as a teacher, so I want to make sure that everything's all right. Uh, his his business is his business, I believe. I should get going. Uh, and she kind of quickly puts her stuff together, puts it in a bag, and says, uh, have, a, have a good day, and starts to walk off. Hey, okay. I'll do an insight check for sketchy behavior. I pass. <laughs> I pass. <laughs> what do you pass with? Uh, high enough. I can. Oh, sure. I'll do the proper. I'll roll there. as well. Uh, yeah. There's there's sketchy. Yeah, I got a nine. What did I roll? I got a natural twenty. Ha ha. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a I have a winky feeling about this. I'm like, who's looking man? Yeah, uh, Ariadne. You once you once you started talking about the ghost having the ring. She got very uncomfortable and um, was very clearly trying to get out of the conversation as quickly as possible. Mm. I don't know if it's bad things about uh, perseverance or if it's about the ghost professor. I don't know. 
This is weird, right? Very strange. You roll a natural 20, so I'll, I'll also give you this. As as she's walking away, you catch her glance back at you multiple times. Mm. Should we follow her? Would that put us on watching. the wrong foot? She's she's definitely watching us. Huh? Oh, yeah, she's definitely your feet. We don't want to arouse any more suspicion. We should probably not, but just, just file that away for later. So about those woodworking supplies. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of curious about the disease in the garden. Mm, that sounds dangerous. I mm. wonder if we can help at all. Maybe Sepia can help with her knowledge. Sepia do it, Lance. Uh, I can try. <laughs> Let's check it out. I mean, we don't have classes till tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go. So you've been, you've been at the grounds a couple of days. Um, so you're familiar enough to go across the, the vine bridge from the main kind of where you all are staying. Uh, into where there's more of the agricultural based things um, and you end up very similar, very close to where you were with, with the seedlings um, where Professor Ilvaxal is um, and you see there's there's a variety of plants that are in a very well organized garden, so like lines rows of, of similar plants kind of growing and about halfway through uh, you notice some of them are not not dead necessarily, but very wilty um, and and limp. The 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 plants are these like tall, um, almost like vine like plants that are wrapped up these poles um, with these really beautiful like bell kind of flowers that are a mix of of like purple purples and blues and yellows that kind of just hang down. And like I said, about halfway through the garden, you see that these they're almost like not strong enough to crawl up the the sticks that are that are there for the vines to to grow up and you see this birch dryad kind of kind of looking at them studying them pulling off leaves smelling them um and sees your person says, oh it's good to see you again last time we were interrupted unfortunately is there anything i can do for you in looking at her does she still have the wound on her leg or is that all healed up uh it is still the Almost like when you cut bark, how mm. it doesn't heal like kind of our skin does. There's there's a there's a definite gash, though it's not like leaking any blood or sap or anything like that. And she doesn't look like she's sick. Not currently that you can see. So because as a, as a for my witch plus craft skill, I have this uh, green thumb mm-hmm. uh, technique, mm-hmm. and I wanted to just take some time to examine these these. Uh, sickly plants okay. and see if it's under the effects of any kind of magic or if there's if it's something more mundane like they're not being cared for correctly or there's some kind of like insect and while you're doing that I uh, am going to use one of my crafting specialties as well to harvest maybe one of the ones that look more diseased so okay. I can do that so okay. just to have a viable sample perfect so it seems like the cause, it's not magic, but you get the sense that there is a source causing it, if that makes sense. There's some sort of more mundane. Does it seem like they're in like they're like dried out or there's some kind of more like a, like a natural disease? It would be, it's not dried out. They're, they're well tended, they're well watered. Okay. Um, but you, you get a sense that there's like this pattern in the garden of where, where things are touching. It's almost like 
one corner, we'll call it for the sake of identifying a place, the northeast corner um, mm-hmm. in kind of like this radius is sick and the rest of the garden seems untouched. So okay. there's no, there's nothing magical necessarily emanating from that, um, but mm-hmm. it's isolated. Does that, does that make sense? It does. I'm going to share that information with the group. As I'm as we're examining these plants, I'm not maybe going to tell the professor as well. Like I'm noticing that uh, the the plants here kind of have like a appear to be sick here and, and here, and uh, you know, is there uh, is there some kind of like source to it? It looks like they're kind of all centered over here in this northeast section of the patch. Hmm, that's interesting. I hadn't noticed that. Um, I had noticed that. All the all the sick plants are next to another one. There's not, there's nothing, there's no randomness to it. It seems like there, there must be a, a epicenter. Maybe it, maybe it's something that comes off from that dir- direction. I, I point off in that direction and I say I think so. It's it's possible. Um, two of you can you give th- me uh, either a nature check or, or a perception check as you're just kind of looking around. I'll do a nature check. Mm-hmm. Nature check. Pesky roll. It's okay. Let's see what it comes down to. Eleven. Perception, I rolled an eight. An eight and an eleven. Oops. Nature, I rolled a twenty. Um. Okay. So, so Cos and Besky, as you kind of as you work together, um, you do kind of almost confirming that suspicion that it must mm-hmm. be coming from that certain direction, maybe further off. Mm-hmm. These plants are more sick the, the more into the corner you go. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like there's some sort of radius. Um, Ariadne, you notice that there are sick plants. Great. <laughs> <laughs> these plants are sick. Definitely <laughs> these plants. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see any kind of illness like this before? Any kind of disease like this before? No, not really. Everything where I live is really lush and vibrant. Oh. Is there anything... Like in the corn, does the corner is the corner like deading ending into like a specific area? Is there anything over there that could be affecting um, yeah, it? Yeah, kind of beyond beyond. There's it's almost like there's a grove of trees. It's more wild growth in the grounds. Yeah, and it leads. There is basically a moat that goes around this castle, right? And this is in this direction is the river that leads into that moat. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we go over into the corner area and look at kind of like the wild nature that's abutting the garden, do the plants in that wild area look affected as well? Uh, make a perception check. Uh, that's a 13. 13? Yeah, you notice there seems to be... Um, it's, it's, it's focused in this point, though there are a couple spots kind of in the the wild foliage that have kind of similar looks of, of plants, just kind of very droopy and colors fading a little bit while not totally dead. Does it look like it, uh, does it look like right near the corner is like the epicenter and then it gets better as it gets into the wild area or does it look like it continues to get worse? As you look in the wild area, it looks like there's, there's multiple little epicenters. Okay. So at this point, I imagine we're kind of like, in the garden, kind of in this rough area beyond the garden where we're kind of getting going to the plants and like sort of calling to one another saying, oh, look, well, we've got some over here. And 
And what does this what does this disease look like? Like how does it manifest? It it makes the plants kind of dull. So these like these like blue, purple, yellow flowers almost almost look like someone dumped a bunch of chalk over it. Over the like the the green not actual chalk, but just like where it would where it would like gray out the color. Colors switched out of them. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the plants, like even as you feel them, they don't have that firm, strong, healthy mm-hmm. plant feel. They have that like vegetables that have been um, cut off the yeah. vine and sat out. Wilty sun. For a while, exactly, yeah. And Besky get like four ounces of the healthy plant and four ounces of the non-healthy plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that he can, that's, yeah. That's pretty easy to do. Can I try to like dig down into one of the epicenters to see if there's something I can see in there? Yes, you can. Um, and while you dig down, I am going to need you to make a constitution check. Oh no. Oh, oh boy. That was a six plus. Uh, is it a save or is it just a check? Uh, it is a save. Uh, plus two, so eight. Yeah, so as you kind of dig down, the first the first inch or two is is fairly fairly dry um but you break through a little bit and there's there's some water which it's hard to get a judge of whether it's clear or or clean or not because it's all mixed in with the dirt and mud um but as you dig in you feel something kind of going into your skin um and you are poisoned as you feel kind of just this weakness in your body the more your hands are in this this dirt and mud and water I'm not feeling so good and I'm gonna stand back up and kind of like wipe my hands off and tell everyone I saw you digging in the dirt over there how do you feel how does how does she look uh her her color's fading a little bit um looks (laughs) ill maybe some like like beads of sweat on her brow sort of a thing (laughs) starting to look a little chalky I I'm going to, I, this is probably not going to do anything, but I'm going to use healing light, like one one charge of healing light on her. So you'll see Besky. Um, I'll walk over to you, Ashrin, and I'll slowly walk up to you and like start shimmering my hand with like little sparkly, glittery stars. And then like see if I get permission. And then if I do, just like try and do some healing light on you. Yeah. The sparkly stars so I'll probably like put it near her like chest area just to like see if that invigorates her from that point forward. Yeah. So as as that light kind of goes into you, Ashrin, you feel a little bit of strength come to you and then it's almost instantly like weak again. Um so it's like a breath of fresh air and then <sighs> Thank you, Besky, but it didn't really help all that much. And I'm gonna like sit down and kind of like put my hands over my knees like head head in my knees kind of thing. Ari. Thank you for trying. And Ilvaxal comes comes to you. My child, are are you alright? No, I feel sick after digging in the dirt. After digging? I think the disease is coming from these spots here and here and uh, Ashrin here tried to dig down the dirt. What what happened? What, What did you see down there? What it was like when I got to the water, I got I thought I started feeling sick. The water made you sick. Very I was gonna put his hands on his hips and say, "Looks like we've got a mystery." Oh boy! No. Oh. It sure does. <laughs> and we're 
we're going to have to unravel that mystery next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Faith Forge Academy. If you're enjoying the show, one of the best ways to help us out is by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. To stay up to date with our latest news, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Faith Forge Academy at F-A-E-F-O-R-G-E Academy. We love interacting with our listeners. Um, and if you tweet at us with a, a screenshot of an episode that you're currently listening to, we will absolutely retweet that. Um, and send some love your way. If you want to further support our show, uh, we have a Patreon with some fun behind-the-scenes stuff, some extra content, some um, character journals, and we have more coming in the near future. And as always to our current patrons, we love you, and thank you so much for being our Bay Forge. Um, your support really does mean the world to us. If you're enjoying our setting, be sure to check out Mage Hand Press and their Fae Folio uh, for tons of Fae goodness, as well as Astrologo Press's Witchcraft Supplement. Uh, it's the crafting system we use here at the Fae Forge Academy. Also, a shout out to the Fundamentals Network. That's the uh, podcast network that we are a part of. They also have a website, thefundamentals.com, uh, with tons of awesome nerd content for you. Uh, we also have some merch through them, so uh, check that out. You can get there through our website, which is fayforgeacademy.com, or if you go to thefandamentals.com, uh, you can find that stuff there. Um, they also have a few other awesome podcasts that are worth your time, uh, so check that out. And finally, check out Hit Dice Podcast. Uh, Hit Dice is a real play D&D podcast praised for its audio quality, homebrew story, and all-star cast. It's a player-driven story curated by an experienced dungeon master. The chemistry of the players being around an actual table is unmatched and makes you feel like you're always playing with them. The last episode was just released uh, a week or two ago now. So this critically acclaimed series is available in full on every podcast provider, so binge away. They have been a huge influence on me as a, as a creator and a DM on a personal level. Um, check them out. Really good story, really good RP, really good people. So yeah, make sure you do that. Also, thank you so much to my wonderful cast. Make sure you're following along them and all the wonderful things that they do. Uh, so why don't y'all let the people know how to find you? Yeah, uh, I'm Adeline Gardner, O'Adley on literally everything. Um, all my schedule's on Twitter. I gotta update it. It's really outdated. So it's not on Twitter right now. I take it back. I lied. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. 
I'm Stonefly underscore Kai. My name is Kai. Me and Michael will be playing in the Cobalt Press game, The Last Air, which is in their Margrave setting. It's really creepy and great, and V DMs it. It's a good time. Um, my Twitter is the same. I would watch that because I have exciting news. Two exciting things actually coming on that, so just watch out. So my name is Michael Sinclair II. I go by Michael Critz almost everywhere. Uh, like Stonefly Kai, her name is Kai, said uh, that I will be on the Cobalt Press stream and I'm not much up to other things than that. Looks like everyone's busy, so I gotta pick up another thing. I don't know how that's gonna happen. But anyway. Uh, sup, I'm Emily. Uh, Emily J-E-A Harmon on Twitter and everywhere else. Uh, I also write for DMs Guild and I'm a community organizer and I do a bunch of other stuff. Uh, follow my Twitter. That's where most of my updates go. Hey, my name is Ian Gould at Game of Science on Twitter. I am a creator on DMs Guild and I play here at Faith Forge Academy. So keep an eye on my Twitter for any new products coming out. Looking forward to our next session. And I'm your DM, Steven. On the internet, I am at the underscore bad DM. And we'll see you next time at the Fay Forge Academy. Theme and background music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs. To find more music like this, search for D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and background music found at zapsplat.com and tabletopaudio.com. The Fay Forge Academy is proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. For more great podcasts and other fun content, go to thefundamentals.com.